This podcast contains language that is not appropriate for children. But really, your child is safer listening to us say an occasional fuck than they are wandering out into traffic looking for Pikachu. Tonight's episode of the Science Enthusiast broadcast is brought to you by Ken Ham's Ark Encounter. The Ark Encounter, for the family who wants as much genocide and incest as possible during their summer vacation. Right? That's... sign me up, I guess, maybe. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't talk too much about that, just how everybody is wicked and evil. Okay, well... At any rate, uh, hello and welcome to the Science Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Dan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Natalie. Hey, gr- glad to be here. You, yeah, I'm. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we can break this whole arc <laughs> thing down. Let's. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited too. Um, for sure. So we'll jump right into it with our God of the Week again. He's not really. I guess technically, he's not a god, no. but. When I mean, I, I feel like if you if you live for more than two hundred years, you're that's good enough yeah. for me to, to like call you a god. I mean, like I kind of feel like if you have a whole theme park dedicated to you, I mean, maybe you're a god. Like, and yeah, so let's let's give it up for Noah this week. I mean, I, I have to say, I mean, I've I've been he is he is everybody's great 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 times one hundred and sixty grandfather. Yeah. Okay. So, like, so we have Adam and Eve who like made like a bunch of incest babies, and then like everybody, then it stopped with Noah, and then and then we we inbred more from there. So I'm sorry, I'm stepping on your toes here on this. No, segment. no, no, that, that's okay. I mean, like I, I have to say, usually I'm like I'm super stoked to talk about the God of the Week because it's some fun story about you know like golden dicks and whatever else I've talked about in the past. But when it's biblical, I'm just I don't I don't have that same gusto. But anyways, um. We are going to be talking about Noah for the entirety of this episode, pretty much. So, um, you know, we'll we'll cover a lot of the bases as we go on. Um, <laughs> so, so buckle so, in. Bu- it's so, gonna, yeah, it's going to be a ride. It's, it's going to be a ride for sure. Um, but I like I just went to the Wikipedia page because, you know, that that's what I do at night. I Wikipedia um, characters from the Bible. And um, I just found a couple things that if I had to praise this man, um, here's just the couple reasons why I think, okay, he's... I don't know, not the worst, but yeah, he is. I mean, f- I don't know. Um, so he, he, you know what, you know what though, he didn't ask for this. No, he didn't. It was it's, he didn't, it's he's God's a victim fault. in this process. Yes. He did not ask to be tasked with this responsibility. No. He did not ask for Ken Ham to build a fucking boat in the middle of, of Kentucky, Kentucky, hundreds of miles yeah. away from the. But an, but anyways, you know, back back to me, back to me talking about Noah and just a couple things. Um, anyways, he like one thing I can appreciate as I am sitting here, um drinking wine from a can, um, I learned from Wikipedia that he was perhaps the first person to discover the quote-unquote soothing power of wine. So he liked to get drunk. I mean, <laughs> like, so, so okay. Something, something, something man has been exploring ever right, since. ever since. I mean, but I guess, honestly, if I had been stuck on a boat with, like, animals and dinosaurs and my family for as long as he was... And dragons. He, no, and, don't you dare no, forget the dragons. Okay, like, spoiler alert, there will be dragons, like... George, George, yeah, George R.R. Martin wrote the Bible or something, and it's all Game of Thrones. But um, yeah, so I can appreciate that, that Noah liked to get his drink on after all that time on the boat. So okay, so there's that. And also, let, let's give him credit for just being old as fuck. Like, who lives to 950? He did, supposedly, because this is all real. Oh, he, yeah, um, he didn't, he didn't start. Uh, he didn't start building the ark until yeah. he was about 500. Right. So, and then he was done when he was like 600 or I don't know. It, 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 I felt like every single time I read it somewhere, like it changed, like how old he was. 
between like 450 yeah. and 550 when so, it was done. So I just figure like, let's at least give him credit for knowing how to party and being really old and living a long life. And that's all I'm going to really praise him for. And I will be done with him as soon as we are done recording. So he's like, this is not a one week God for me. I'm, I'm still, I'm still kind of on Osiris from last week. So yeah, you, you yeah. don't, you don't recover from a golden dick. You, you, you don't, you don't. So, so yeah. Um, Noah praise you sort of not really, um, I'm not kidding. It's not him, his so. fault. It's not, it's not, it's his, not fault, his fault though. Yeah. It's not his fault. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame Noah. I blame, I blame what, what others have done to him. He's the victim here. Yeah. All he did was build a boat. And then like the second, like the flood was done and it landed on, on the mountain. He was like, fuck it, dude. Like I was in that boat for what, like seven months. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm just going to get hammered. Right. I mean, that's, that's what anyone would do. Um, and so he, which did. makes, which makes, makes sense. Cause if he's an alcoholic, then he was sober for seven months and yeah. like in, in a very, very extremely intense situation. Like that was a lot of stress. Yes. I, I would say, yeah, eight, because, because he, well, they had, of course they had 7,000 on the boat, 7,000 animals on the boat. Um, and, and, and that's a lot of, I mean, animals shit every day. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of that and, and they piss. Um, and so he had to deal with all that, uh, for seven months. Yeah. And so he's growing food for all. They're they're on deck three, growing food for all the, all these animals because everybody was vegan. Right. I, I guess we'll learn everybody more about that. Vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Again, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but but there's. I mean, I'm sure they had grapes, but he doesn't have. He doesn't have that kind of time to. I mean, he's a busy guy. He's going, 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 going. Uh, he doesn't have time to sit there and ferment grapes to, to make himself some wine, I guess. No, so. but then at, like he gets off that boat and he's like, what do I want to do? I mean, I want to drink and pass out. Like, well, of, yeah. Right. So of course, because there's a stockpile of wine, I guess at the bottom of the mountain, like who knows? Um, absolutely. But. Because God and miracles, like I think everything can be explained by magic and God. And yeah, of course there was wine. I mean, that's how I got my wine tonight. I just said, oh God, I wish I had a can of wine and it appeared. So, oh, and, and it I, was so, and it and and it was so. Should I? And I guess I can tell you the the name of this wine. And the, the only reason I bought a can of wine because I feel like I need to, like, disclaim that because I kind of hate myself for buying a can of wine. Um, I was in the store and I saw the display, and the word in big letters was um, fiction. And I thought fiction. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? If I'm going to be spending the evening talking about fucking Noah's Ark. I'm going to drink a can of wine called Fiction because that's what it is. Well, so. I am I am drinking a bottle of Kentucky Old Fashioned Barrel Ale, which is uh, ale brewed with cherries and orange peel aged in oak bourbon and bitters barrels. That's a tongue twister there. But yeah. this is actually brewed by, I don't know who, uh, some some company in Kentucky uh, that is based in Lexington. So just, just 45 miles away from where the Ark uh, was built. Fun fact though, this uh, beer is, it's just a, it's a 12 ounce bottle. It is 10% alcohol by volume. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Would that I, be, would that be Noah approved? I, I, that's, that is what Noah would have, would have drank. I think. I think so. Is that is, I did not realize that I was, I was a little upset. There was only four bottles in the little pack thing that I bought, but you're giving me basically, you know, it's two for one on the on the alcohol content, so I think I can I can overlook that. Yeah. So if we right. if we haven't teased it enough, um, I spent uh, my day last Thursday uh, <laughs> at Ken Ham's and 
Ark Encounter down in Williamstown, Kentucky. And then, then I spent the just one one day of being around creationists was not enough. So I spent the second day, the, the last Friday, uh, <laughs> at the at the Creation Museum, uh, just taking it all. And I actually learned. I felt like I learned more about uh, the story of Noah and creationists and like what what they actually believe. Uh, from the Creation Museum, then actually on the Ark, uh, I was I was a bit disappointed with 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 the Ark, but we can we'll talk about that more in a little bit here. All right. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I guess we could just we could just talk about the 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 whole experience. I don't know how, yeah. how we wanted to do this. Yeah. No. Um. I mean, like, here's the thing. I figured, like, let me let me pick your brain about this. Like, I want this to be, you know, Dan visited the Ark so that nobody else has to. Like, everyone, right. yeah, and that's, what, like, and that's, that's what, that's what this that's, is. That's yeah, what this is. It, yeah, a lot of, yeah, and, and there, there are some people, he's, of course, like, I live tweeted it, I posted a few live videos about it, and, and I posted my first of, I think, three, maybe four, probably, hopefully only three yeah. blogs about it today. Uh, but yeah, it, I didn't do it just just for shits and giggles. I did it to actually try to like document everything so that every, other people can see what it is yeah. uh, and then have a chance to refute things point by point uh, more intelligently <laughs> than, than I'll be able to, to do. Um, but yeah, ultimately, yeah, it wasn't, it, it was, it was fun just to kind of see like, holy shit, this is uh, what, what these people actually believe. But at the yeah. same time uh, it was, the main goal was absolutely just to, to, to get get as much as information that I could on record that way uh, people know like what's being said you know how things are laid out and yeah. stuff like that so so nobody else has to give them their 4250 or however much it cost right uh, it cost me to get in plus ten dollars parking that was I felt like that was a little dick move on their part it's not even like it's in like a like a middle of a convention center like I went to an amusement park on Saturday it was eight dollars to park but that's because it's in like Kentucky Kingdoms in like a convention center parking lot thing like that's that I, I can get that but this is like you built the parking lot you already charge admission now you're charging 10 bucks on top of that uh, because you're a dick so yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I had a lot of emotion going into it. Uh, of course, like we get off the interstate and first thing we see was the protest, uh, uh, for the ARC set up by the tri-state free thinkers. And they, they ended up having a, they called it an after party, but it was kind of like a mini like convention, uh, okay. afterwards, uh, had a lot of, a lot of great speakers. And we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. That's uh, really, uh, kind of cleansed my brain <laughs> of all, all the nonsense, uh, throughout the day. But but they, uh, it was, it was, it was just almost, it, it was absolutely a surreal moment just to, just to get there, to see the arc like off in the distance and to be just, just to realize like, this is like a real thing. This is something that somebody really did. Like you read about these things and you're like, oh, that's funny. That's some, but this, I mean, it's like just over like two and a half hour drive from me. It actually exists. And it was, it was, it was just the, the strangest thing. And so we, uh, of course, like the parking lot's right next to the road, but then the uh, actual like arc is, you know, maybe like a half mile, three quarters of a mile uh, set off the road. So we had to, uh, they loaded us all into buses, like first thing, which is, you know, of oh. course not, yeah, it's not hmm. creepy as well I, at all. I heard, I heard some, uh, there was a, there was a group of uh, 20 uh, atheists uh, uh, from a group that went together uh, as part of like a formal group that like they knew these were people like they, they knew that they were skeptics 
And uh, so they got on the bus and they gave them all Gatorade. So it's like, we're on a bus, we're drink literally drinking your Kool-Aid <laughs> and now we're heading to wherever the hell you decide you want to take yeah. us to. But there's, uh, there, there's a family that was on the, uh, on the bus that was like, yeah, you know, where are you guys from? It's like, oh, Indianapolis. And they're like, oh, well, uh, we're from Arizona. And I'm like, shit, like you drove <laughs> like how many thousand miles to get here? Yeah. Uh, they had, the arc opened on the July 7th and they left on July 2nd with like three or four like small children and well, yeah see here here's the thing with the arc it's like i feel i feel very conflicted about it because there's this part of me that finds it all sort of absurdist and hilarious that that this like that this exists you know like here's right. this you know anti-science tourist trap stuck in the middle of the united states and you know like there is the part of me that finds it funny at, at the same time it's it's like ridiculous and tragic too because people believe this story it's like if you go to disneyland and you're like okay mickey mouse is legitimately real i'm going to like meet this character and be in this world that is real but like people are going to this arc thinking that it represents history that it represents like how you know part of part of the world and how it came it's to be and so i i don't know there, there there's just there's part of it that it's it's ridiculous and absurd and hilarious just for yeah, you know, and, part of me. And, and but then, and, yeah. and even then you get into like, so, like what, at least I, I grew up Catholic and yeah. uh, in my experience, you know, we're, we're, we're all taught the story of the arc, but even, even when, like when I was in middle school, uh, I mean, I mean, it just, it doesn't, the, just the, the numbers, just the, the logistics of it, just, they right. just don't add up. And so even then I was like, well, yeah, that's, a, that's supposed to be a story that happens. It's a story. And yes. that's cute to think in that, you know, and we want to think that, you know, we do have this divine creator that's, you know, watching over us and making sure that, you know, we're going to be okay, which is, which is great to think about. Uh, and it would be cool if it like, you know, actually happened and I'd be the first, you know, one of the first to, to admit, uh, you know, Hey, I was wrong, but that's, I mean, that's, it, the numbers just don't work out like it just no. did not happen and we you know when you say like the the art came to rest on top of this mountain well we haven't recovered anything from that mountain that it indicates that there is any sort of anything on there 4300 years ago because they by the way they think that this all happened 4300 right. years ago like because right. the earth Which, is only yeah. six thousand years old so yeah it, it's oh, there's just no so much. i mean no, to be able to essentially convince yourself of that this that this happened, I mean it like I, I would I'd love to know kind of the psychology behind that and how how people do come to to believe these things. But the fact is that people that people believe this. This essentially this theme park has been built. It exists. It was built, um, you know, there was government money given to it. So it's like government funded pseudoscience. Um and yet, I can I can see from from the perspective of the the lawmakers, you're like their their number one priority is you know they have to worry about you know what their constituents are interested in like what are their interests their interest is to create jobs get you yeah. know in this instance you know create tourism get more mm -hmm. money flowing and things like that but there comes a point where I mean there there's a reason there's a reason we have the things like the electoral college and we you don't like you don't your direct vote in some capacities doesn't 
necessarily affect. I mean, there's there there's there's a reason. Like there like you can even look at uh, Brexit with the referendum. There's a reason that not every you know major government decision comes to just a popular vote like that because you're going to end up doing something really fucking stupid like electing Trump if that does actually happen, which still might no, maybe no. It's let, let's, just, let's, let's have. <laughs> Let, let's not let's not get like too uh too yeah, negative too here because that's that's <laughs> but, I'm, but that's I mean, I'm, but that's yeah, yeah but, that, but 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 that's but but when you have the amount of even in this case even international uh, blowback from it you have there there comes a time where you have to say well maybe we fucked up maybe we didn't read everything completely uh, as thoroughly as we thought but. Uh, no, they don't care. Um, and and I, of course, I'm not not living in Kentucky. I'm not nearly as familiar with uh, their governor's situation and, and what he's done. Uh, but just from kind of uh, what I overheard people talking about and uh, things that were said there, he's he's done just just uh, just a lot of other things. Even even towards education, he I think they they had ten or fifteen. Uh, members on the uh, like education committee for for the state or something something along those lines. He uh, fired all of them or almost almost all of them and replace. Uh, I think it was uh, five of them. Five of the replacements are people the same people that attend uh, the same church that he goes to. So they're may, so I mean obviously not only just playing favors but also you know we have five people from the exact same. Uh, you know, system of beliefs. Not even because yeah. I mean science is not a system of belief; it's a way of thinking. Uh, so, so we have that happening. It's just, it's, it's, it's starts at the top, uh, in, in their state, but we're, 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 we're talking, talking a bit much about, about the background here. I think, I think we should probably just dive into wh what the fuck is actually happening in this house of horrors or boats of, I guess, no, it was a house. It was a house for, for seven months. It, um, it was. Yeah. So no, I mean like what I, what I kind of would like is for you to to kind of to just walk us through what it was like to visit the ark and i mean and let me can, let me start with one question i mean the fact that it was it was opening day right or second day or something right you're you're there no, it was the no, it, yeah it was the it was the grand opening it was okay. the first day they were the, so, the tuesday before they had just the people just the uh they had seven thousand people there uh but it was only for people who donated like ahead of time or like okay. signed up for some membership which twenty five thousand people did over twenty five thousand people did that Wow. All right. So let, let me ask you, like, were the crowds just massive and crazy and like people so excited to see the Ark or what was it like? Yeah, it was people. I mean, they, they were well, they were good Christian people. So you know what that means, right? They were. I don't know what the fuck that means. I, just I don't people, know. People tell me that know. all the time. He's a good Christian. Uh, I don't know what that means. But no, it was, I mean, it was just a typical, it felt like a typical crowd, but then you'd see like Mennonites, uh, you know, just in the, the kind of stereotypical uh, regalia. And it's, there's something about like the, like early twenties, like Christian male who like, they have a certain haircut to them. They have a certain type of shirt, like polo shirt that they wear. They always tuck it into their khaki shorts that they're <laughs> like, you saw, saw a lot of that. And it's like, I can't like, I feel a little judgmental right now, but at the same time, like I'm not wrong. <laughs> so, so there, so obviously there were the, the believers. Mm -hmm. Now, did you, did you sense that there were, I mean, you said there was a group of, you know, 20 or so. Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, like, I didn't, yeah. I went with just one friend. I did not uh, go with a larger group. I knew uh, Tracy, uh, Tracy uh, from Friendly Atheist. I knew she was going to go there and, and we ended up actually running into each other a couple times on the boat. 
but I didn't go as part of like a large group like that. I didn't want to make, yeah. I didn't want like a scene to be me. I didn't want it to necessarily uh, get into any sort of like intense debates or anything because like I said, my, my primary goal was just to take pictures of everything that I possibly could. Uh, yeah. So I tried to keep a low profile. I did wear my, my cat in space uh, shirts uh, that, that I had just to, because I, I didn't know how else I don't have an atheist shirt or else I would have worn it. Uh, mm -hmm. definitely going to be looking into that now just so I could have it. Yeah. That would have been perfect to just, to, just, yeah. just to have, just, just to have it. Just to, yeah. Just to offer a silent descent uh, in that capacity. But, uh, no, they were like on the whole, I mean, of course, like, I mean, I think most people in general are friendly. Everybody was pretty friendly. Um, and even, even waiting in line for almost an hour just to get up to see, oh, we're waiting to get our picture taken in front of a green screen. Uh, that isn't even lit up at all, uh, like from the back or, or really from the front. So you're whenever you like put what I'm assuming some sort of boat shaped objects on the green screen, like in the pictures yeah, that you're going to yeah. sell for who knows how much, which we never saw like anywhere where they were actually selling those pictures. But uh, and I, I didn't get my picture taken. So I didn't know uh, what they would use that for or if they would, uh, if uh, Ken, uh, uh, would, if and when he became aware of this, if he would uh, uh, use that to his advantage. Uh, somehow so uh we, we we didn't have that taken but that's literally what we waited like in this winding queue uh watching a a movie uh that replayed uh, that was uh, directed by produced by uh written by ken ham uh <laughs> so so he uh, like he obviously has his hands in everything in this i mean yeah. like just ev every aspect of the arc from yeah yeah everything. and it, it's it's uh, I don't even know. <laughs> it's there's just there's just so much to to, yeah. to take in. Uh, but we I mean well, we get into the boat and and of course um, like the very the very first room it has an etching of uh, I don't remember exactly what it said but it was like on the seventh day of the seventh month of the whatever year uh, you know there was a flood blah 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 some line from the Bible uh, so it has like this like etching like in wood on the wall which I mean for what it is like it's an etching it looks decent it's okay but then directly next to it is a set of like gray double doors. So it's like, you're, you're trying to create like yeah. this, like, like you're walking back in time to, to yeah. you know, 4,300 years ago, but we have yeah. service doors here. So like, we're not even going to bother <laughs> to put like wood panels on them or even like really make them generally close to the same fucking color as the rest of the boat, because you know, fuck you. I don't care. Um, well, it, it's, it sounds like they were not fully ready to be open. Well, they didn't. Is that, is that a good assessment they, just based on what I've seen online? They like they, they didn't seem fully the like they had their shit together. Yeah. Next to the road. Yeah. They did not yeah. have the sign ready to go. And it was uh, the picture that I took, I didn't take until uh, we were actually leaving, uh, which I think we left about three or four. Uh, so we were there for probably about five hours. Uh, but they, 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 like, they, I don't think they even had one side of the, the little sign that they had done, but they had, they got so much work on it. I feel like that's something they would have done, you know, Tuesday of that week or Wednesday of that week. Just, this <laughs> right. Way right. Like, Just before opening yeah, day, before opening day. Cause that's not what I want to see when I stroll up to an amusement park is, oh, we're still building the shit here. Like just, <laughs> right. Like we're, we're still building the roller coaster. Yeah, like okay, just get I on anyways. And like, <laughs> it'll be okay. And that's, well, and that's yeah. another thing. They, uh, the, the actual, like arc itself had three levels like it had three decks well, well ken's version yeah. had three decks open on opening day but there's a, actually he actually built a fourth deck so it's not consistent uh, with the bible in that regard uh but he built a fourth deck but that's not going to be open until the beginning of 2017 
according to the security but, guard. But let me let me ask you, did they charge the full they price did. for the full arc? <laughs> right? Right, because because money. Yeah. Money. Because why yeah. wouldn't you? One of the questions that came up from um, our science enthusiast group is just generally speaking, like when you got into the arc, did you have to follow a certain path through the boat? Um, essentially so that you would get like the whole story in the right order, you know, right order designed by Ken Ham, or could you just kind of wander around at random and piece together your own um, arc experience? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I know no? it was, yeah, it was not a yes or no question, but the answer is yes. Um, it was uh, like the, w so the way you get in, uh, like we kind of talked about the first room and then you go through like a dark, uh, dimly, like the whole, the, he seemed to have a theme where like he wanted everything to be dimly lit. I, I would think that you would want things to be not dimly lit if you're trying to like play this off as being plausible because then, then you'd be like, well, how the fuck did anybody see anything anywhere? Uh, spoiler alert, they didn't because everything's dimly fucking lit. Um, but you, you go, you go into this like dark hallway, you see like the, the bottom part of the bow, which actually looks kind of cool because I mean, it's, a, it's big big piece of lots of wood <laughs> yeah. uh, going on going on there but you can't you can't see anything like the only way that i was able to actually like i took a picture of it the only way i was actually able to like see it and appreciate like the actual like construction value it yeah it, that's all that there is to appreciate it's just yeah. like like this like like just the value of like people like the, like, the work the actual yeah. like labor that went into it well right i uh, mean you you can appreciate the fact that there's a huge fucking boat in the middle of kentucky yet at the same time like sorry like doesn't that in itself refute the story right but anyways um yeah right. and and what what i found what, something i found interesting was in the line uh like the queue line to get our pictures taken it was uh they had like just here and there it just had like small things laid out like a model like arc they had like something i don't even remember what it was like i tried to read it but i couldn't couldn't because it was it was you know too too dark and, <laughs> and, and like the font and everything was weird uh, but then they they had a mallet, a large mallet with wooden nails sitting next to it, and uh -huh. I'm looking looking up, and it's like I see metal screws all yeah. throughout this, like all over the place, yeah. and it, like you're 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 working against yourself here, can't can no, can't, it's yeah, you, you can't, can't have it all. You can't lay like like oh he used a mallet and wooden nails to hold this hold this shit together, but we're using like metal bolts and in modern no, engineering uh, the, but... the whole the whole thing is a refutation to um the story but <laughs> right but you know but magical thinking is magical thinking and people will believe what they want to believe um anyways and and so like as i was kind of looking through your your pictures um i mean I, there were a lot so i admit that i haven't looked at all of them yet but um i noticed one that stood out to me which was the fairy tale arc area of the boat which to yeah, me i mean like that that memed itself because yeah, isn't the whole that, thing a fairy tale that's yeah that's on the that's on the on the, the second level not the level okay. that we came in on so like the uh, we go into this room and we see uh there's a couple like drawings uh the the like bless his heart he knew i wanted to see some fucking dinosaurs and god damn it if he didn't show me dinosaurs right out of the gate i was so happy <laughs> i was so happy the person i was we were both so so happy the very first picture shows uh shows like uh, uh triceratops and pterodactyls and like a bunch of other dinosaurs there the uh and mind you all these like the dinosaurs in the picture they did not all exist at the same time period <laughs> they were like like tens of millions of years apart 
Uh, but uh, again, uh, my man Ken thinks that the Earth is only six thousand years old. Right. Uh, so, so we're in this room and everything is dimly lit. Everything's poorly lit. I'm like a terrible photographer. I've never really done any photography at all. So I don't even like, I don't even really understand how to use the functions on my camera. I just go with like auto. So a lot of these pictures could have been a lot better had I had a basic knowledge, uh, which I didn't think I would need because I thought he said, you know, he said in his, uh, you know, press releases, he's going to have Disney like quality. I did not see that uh, no. here at all. Uh, but he had these cages uh, with uh, some animals, <laughs> um, and they had a they had a section in the arc where they talked. They had the creators of these uh, talk about like how they went about creating these animals. Some of them look okay. Some of them are not bad. Uh, uh-huh. The deer, the deer look accurate. The uh, like they had. I'm assuming a like some sort of boar that looks like it could have been real at one time. But then then they have like this again. The very first like major room we walk into had like some sort of like pterodactyl type stork so okay all right so to to kind to call back to a previous episode of this podcast was it pretty much like crap taxidermy come to life it's kind of was like i don't they they, and i hate saying that because the video that i watched uh in in the arc like like on the third level uh they're they're talking about it and they are so they're like oh they're like showing like the design they're using like some program i've never seen they're showing they're like well, and we really took the time and it's like, that's adorable, but you made like this bird of some kind <laughs> that like, it looks like it has horse legs that goes into a chicken's body. And then we have like a stork neck and then we're going to put like, like, I don't even know like what's going on on its head. And then it's got like this beak that looks like an overgrown hummingbird. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be. And fuck you. If you want to know, cause we're not going to label anything. We're not going to like explain what this is. None of the animals in cages, which of which they I've told, I was told there's 30 animals that they had like in cages. Mind you, there's supposed to be 7,000 on the ark, but they could only find room to fit 30 of them. I, not a single one of them has any sort of like labeling signage saying, you know, this is, is pterodactyl this is you know a bear but what like their whole argument is and i think that's by design because their whole the whole like premise is they did not have to have two of each species of animal they only had to have two of each kind of animal which doesn't make any fucking sense because there there is no such thing as a kind of animal in reference to biology this is not a thing you have kingdom final class order family genus species that's how it works we go from from general to specific it's kingdom final class order family genus species every time i saw one of these signs i loudly said not loudly but you know not, like, you, you I, weren't you weren't screaming in right. the arc. I, I didn't want to make a scene because no, that would be disrespectful like, but i i turned i turned to my friend and i said what is a kind because whenever I learned biology, it was kingdom final class order family union species. Where does kind like is that like a I mean obviously it's less specific than species, but is it like between like phylum and order or like I mean, I don't know where that fits, but that's 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 how that's their justification for how they had enough space is that they have all these animals, but they only had to have certain kinds because uh because what they did, what like what he explains later is again, this is all in the set first room. There's a lot to take in from this first room. I was just blown away. Like we spent more time in this room than any other room. Uh, but he says, like the sign, and I'm reading directly from the sign here. Skeptics often mock the concept of the ark. Yeah, what in in the, another like, like no this, yeah. this is like a sidebar to a sidebar to a sidebar here. 
every goddamn sign on the boat almost is like, well, skeptics say, or, you know, the non-believers will say, and it's like, you are so defensive with this. Like if you, if you are on the right side of the argument here, if you're like, if you have the facts to back up your, like what you're saying, you do not need to start out with, well, they say this, but actually that just, you present your information in an evidence-based format and you let the evidence speak for itself instead of trying to explain or your interpretation of the evidence. It just doesn't make any sense. And it makes you seem just really paranoid and really defensive. Well, but but they are. I mean, they are defensive. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so and so this the sign uh, goes through. One, one of the questions is, why do polar bears, uh, how do they how do they keep cool on the earth? And he, of course, Ken says there there are two major problems with this question. First, polar bears do not need to live in a cold climate. They're in, you know, they're in zoos, which, you know, all over, which even in, here in Indy, um, you know, we saw polar bears yesterday when I took my kids. Uh, so, yeah, that's a fact. Polar bears, yeah. polar bears, uh, you know, do live in zoos that are in warm climates. Yeah. But then second, and this is this is the part that I, I was like, oh, like, you fucking like shot yourself in the foot here, Ken. Like we're in the first goddamn room and you fucked yourself like with with the golden dildo here uh oh my gosh that was a great <laughs> reference that yeah that, that was good thing i did osiris last right. week right uh, yeah golden dildo yeah. and so secondly he says second this question assumes that polar bears were on the ark but they were not polar bears are members of the bear <laughs> kind the family or, kind. Or, or, yeah, is, yeah. We know that polar bears can produce offspring with grizzlies and other brown bears, and brown bears can interbreed with black bears. Thus, the various bears of the world belong to the same kind. The two bears on the ark were the ancestors of the many bears in the world today, including polar bears. So, like, there is, there's an explanation for everything, yet it's not one that, like, can hold any water. fucking word salad. It is. It is. And it's word salad. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. And whenever you look at like the actual, like what basically he's trying to say is that there are two ancestors to all bears, and what and he extrapolates on this and says to all animals, to and even even to humans, to or I mean obviously not to eight basic ancestors uh, because of who was on the ark to all humans. And so what he's saying is that after the ark, uh, so 4,300 years ago, you know, everything, you know, everything dries out, water like just fucking like disappears and goes into fuck you. We have, you know, the ancestors to all these animals. So they, they, they breed, they have lots and lots of incest. And then over the course of their incestuous relationships, they develop slight changes um, just, but only over the course of the past, you know, at least for, for human generations, uh, you know, 160, 170, thereabouts, give or take, uh, generations of changes have created all the different races that humans have, have created all the different species of bears that we have. I mean, just, this is all despite the fact that, fuck you, we actually have evidence of that, you know, that didn't happen, that there was no like yeah. massive die off all at, all at once like that. Um, but that's what he's saying is that we, that all life on earth came from, you know, all humans on earth came from, <laughs> you just poured out your, your wine. I heard you. Oh yeah, I did. I did. So sorry. sorry. Uh, you're supposed to drink it out of your can. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm drinking out of a glass cause I, I'm, I'm classy. I'm not Noah just much. drinking wine out of a can. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what they're saying is that we like, is that Noah and his, his family, they were all medium brown skin. And that's why we have some people that are really, really dark brown or really, 
really dark black and then we have some people that are you know kind of mild brown some people that are kind of like a dark white and then we have people that are like really really white all those all those people are just slight genetic changes from the you know from noah and his you know wife and and their kids and their wives and so what he, he said he's admitting that there's genetic changes that occur over time what else does that sound like what does that sound similar to is he talking about evolution? He's talking about evolution. But what? What? Evolution? Right. No. So. No. I mean, man, we're like, we're at a point where even the Pope is like, yeah, evolution and Big did. Bang are like, he like he, he admitted that. And, but Ken Ham is but see, just that's like, why, nope. that's, that's why it's, that's why <laughs> no. that's, that's Ken's whole, uh, like origin story here. His origin story is he, uh, you know, he's a, he used to be a teacher in Australia and then he's, you know, just really, really into Bible shit somehow, uh, even though he had like a, he's not a biologist, but he had a, I forget what exactly his degree was, but it's something with an emphasis in biology. Uh, but he was, he, he got frustrated with how, uh, you know, people were interpreting the Bible and not, you know, strictly adhering to the, the, the word of the Bible. So that's what prompted him to create Answers in Genesis. And then he's written, you know, who knows how many books uh, about, you know, just about anything. Um, and, and that's and, that, and that's his message here is uh, that's his, his whole problem with everything is people, you know, people like the Pope uh, who are yeah. who, who, who are, you know, allowing religion, you know, to change, which is, you know, any governing document that you have is a piece of shit unless it allows for itself to be edited and updated and and changed over time that's not how that's not how the world works but but honestly like you know not not to get too much into things that we can talk about at other times but like isn't that the difference between science and religion is that one is is able to be changed and you know edited with evidence whereas a religion like in the in the way that Ken Ham and his arc present religion is unchanging and unflailing even in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary. Well, he um, uh, and this is a theme throughout the arc. He presents uh, this and he even made a cute little graphic for it. It says one world, two views, and it's like split on like the, the like the two. Uh -huh. see the cool it's it, I mean, I, I give it like a like a three and a half stars out of five on graphic design. <laughs> uh, OK. And not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not not great. So uh, yeah. Gavin, I'm sure could have done better, but yeah. I didn't ask him to do it <laughs> and probably for a good reason. But they. They, they, what he's trying to do is create uh, just like this, 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 like in, he's trying to manufacture like legitimacy by saying, well, this is what uh, skeptics and what atheists say happened. Mm -hmm. This is what we think happened. We both have very passionate feelings about this. We both feel, uh, you know, that's, you know, we can support this uh, very strongly. So we just have two different ideas happen. We just have two different views on this. And their, their whole thing is they, they, they get their, they start with the Bible as the answer, as like the explanation, right. they start with the Bible and that's why yeah. they disagree with, uh, with people like Bill and I, that he doesn't start with the Bible. And so just by, by, you know, he's just inherently wrong because he's not starting with the Bible. He's, he's starting by looking at the evidence and, that just doesn't make any goddamn sense at all to just start because what you're doing is yeah. you're you're coming to you're coming to the conclusion then you're backtracking to f find look for the evidence to look for the information right. that leads you to that conclusion and that's just not how it works 
No, and and it's more that like these people are. I mean, they're they're fantastic storytellers in a way. Like oh, absolutely. They're crafting this this narrative. Um, no basis in reality or logic or reason, but then they find people for whom this this story and this narrative is is soothing. It's and like inspiring they're fucking five year olds. Like and, it's, it's like they're just a group yeah. of five year olds who like you tell them this is what happened, and they're like, yeah, that sounds really fucking cool, and it's all just manufactured bullshit but they for whatever reason they don't challenge it they just accept it as if it's fact and that, that's also another thing is they everything that's presented here everything that's said is it's presented as if it's fact uh there's no yeah. uh there's no actual like like they they offer dissent they say well skeptics say this but this is what actually happened but then it doesn't say you know the fossil record shows you know xyz it doesn't say they provide no data to to support that they just say literally just saying uh and moving on yeah like it just yeah. it does not you, you can't even argue with that because there's nothing nothing to argue because they're they're being five-year-olds and they're saying well yeah and i mean that's the thing with this is that you you very likely like so if you had decided that you were going to go there and decide to like you know tell all these people that they're wrong you know the visitors that they're wrong and this is why and whatever i mean the people that are true believers like that in something so fringe as you know are which is yeah which is why which is why whenever and 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 believe me i did offer dissent to yeah uh, the basically the closer we got to being done with looking right. at things the less i cared about like somebody getting pissed off and like doing yeah. whatever i mean of course i was respectful all the time i'm not being loud i'm not being obnoxious i'm just i i mean I, i'm doing just you know the the just asking questions thing i'm just asking yeah. a question um but but yeah like if you say that and then uh i i think the the part on the third floor uh where it was talking about uh, the the flood and and then it like somehow it gave it, he talked about like Mars and how a scientist once thought there was like evidence of civilization on Mars because of floods but then that was refuted uh, and so checkmate atheist like I didn't I didn't understand yeah. I didn't follow that at all but um, then he had had you know then he had the panels uh, in the in the the next room over adjacent to that discussing like you know this is what happened like before the flood during the flood you know during the flood then after the flood. And again, uh, I asked, like, just, I I figured this was like one of the most, anybody, anybody that was, was in earshots that had any semblance of critical thinking skills, uh, what I, I, my hope was this would register with somebody at least just yeah. be just like a thought in the back of their head. Like they're driving home and they're like, Hey, you know, that like asshole that was like, you know, implied that Ken Ham might be wrong. Where did the water go? Cause I asked, I said, well, so he says the water receded. Where did the water recede to? So I say that, and uh, this gentleman that was leaving the room said, it dehydrated. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. De- dehydrated, like, does, did, did he mean evaporated? I'm going to give my man a pass. I'm going to, it was, okay, we were right. on the third deck. It took, I mean, it, I, we were like three or four hours deep into this. It's a long day, <laughs> and, it's a lot of walking. Deep. There's not that, a lot that, of places to sit yeah. here. Yeah. All these side rooms that, because this was on like one of the side rooms, it wasn't like the main section of the ark. All these side rooms, yeah. despite having like air vents in them, mm-hmm. the vents were closed. Like there was no f- like moving air in these rooms, so they smelled. They yeah. were. <laughs> and, and, and this is people who I, I'm going to say I'm going to go. I'm going to. 
I'll give it a highball here. I will say 85% of the people there were wearing deodorant and at adequate amounts of deodorant. There was still an aroma. It was still hot. And, and then especially like even in the room where it's talking about the ventilation, it's like, I made a live video there. I even said it's not well ventilated in this area. <laughs> I mean, like everything that you're saying, like there, there was part of me that was like, I really want to have my own ARC encounter and I want to go there. I'm really glad I didn't because this is good enough for me. Like I was, I was, it wasn't, it wasn't too, it was just, it was warm. And I, yeah. I didn't, I actually did not know if, if they, if they had, I assume they had air conditioning in there, but I did, I planned yeah. for it to not. So I, I dressed very light, lightly. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. So I was, I was somewhat comfortable, but still, still sweaty. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, <laughs> that's my, that's my, it was somewhat comfortable, but a little sweaty, but, uh, but a little sweaty and not like just, yeah. just the right amount of sweaty yeah. in the arc. Okay. So we get to, um, okay. so we get to yeah. the end of, uh, the, the first, uh, the fir first deck we have, um, uh, what I'm assuming is a scale model of the arc there, uh, with uh, much more animal cages than they actually show like on the live version of the arc. We also looked at the, the stern, the back parts of, of the boats, um, found a pile of clothing, uh, with with some miscellaneous brown liquid in like on sitting on top of the insulation. I'm not sure what's going on there. I've uh, that that is that Gross. is live on my blog post from today on the website. If you want to check that out, uh, it's but and like then, and then so they, they're not even, they're not even like cleaning up after themselves. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, place. I don't even. I don't even like, like I said in my, in my blog. I, I'll let you try to deduce what happens there. Maybe they like. They were inspired by the incest going on around them. Who knows? I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to tell the story of the tell, arc. Tell your tale. So, yeah, of the arc. Yeah. So we get to the second floor. Uh, we and I can't remember if it was the second floor. I think it was the first floor. Uh, Noah has a, has has his first uh, snack station there. Uh, so we got <laughs> some water. Uh, but we get to the second floor. Uh, very first thing we see is a sign for a room. Uh, it's got signs got like, uh, cartoonish looking animals. It's got a toucan elephants, uh, uh looks like a female lion, uh, 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 and a female, like overly like feminized cow. Um, uh, like, <laughs> a, fe a feminized it's, it's cow. Got, because it's got, that's like, a... The cow has yeah. bangs. Is it... The cow has bangs. <laughs> um, I'm not making that up. Uh, but then uh... we get into this room and it's the talk about the seven D's of deception. Uh, talking about the uh, different ways that uh, people represent the arc story to children um, and how that discredits and uh, makes makes the arc look silly uh, to just and gives basically gives us as skeptics uh, an in gives us gives us something that we can claim victory over which is uh, I mean which is kind of a valid point when you think about it because there, there's a lot of there's a lot of atheists that will try to argue if uh, if Jesus even existed in the first place, which I mean, there's, right. there's, there's, uh, there's some doubt there, but it's very likely that he did, but you know, he may not have, but regardless, it's not, it's not a battle worth fighting. It's not an argument worth having because then you open yourself up to letting the, letting the theist go or letting the Christian, I guess, in this case go, ha, you know, we have evidence here and, and now you look like, look like an asshole because you might be wrong with something. So it's not a battle worth, worth fighting. That's his argument here is, uh, you know the you know this is the actual size of the Bible. It's depicted too small. Uh, it office often focuses on cute animals on a fun boat ride, but 
Uh, <laughs> it says, but the flood account about the righteous and holy God judging an exceedingly sinful world with cataclysmic flood while showing mercy to Noah's family and animals. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. saying like you're yeah. you're you're trying to you're trying to indoctrinate like your three year old to be like, look, this is like a story we actually believe with fun and cute animals. But he's like, no, you will tell your children that this is a story of genocide. You need like your your like fucking four year old needs to understand that. Yeah. You know, there's just a mass amount of death and awfulness <laughs> in it. Really, it's like you don't under like you're so out of touch with reality here, Ken. Like you do not know yeah. even what you're talking about. So, he, and then he talks about, uh, you know, the it's deceptively cute. It's discrediting the truth. It's destructive for all ages. It deorients the reader, and it's defaming God's character. And Ooh, right. God's character, man. I mean, we, we don't, we do we not want to. Because do God, I mean, we've seen God's the shit character. that God can do. We've seen yeah. God will yeah. fucking kill everybody, but a select few. Everything, everything. Yeah, I mean, really, like the fact that this this whole boat is based on the fact that God is a fucking is an dick, asshole. and let's let and like let's have a theme park to celebrate it. I mean, I don't know, man. I, allowed... I don't know. I just, I can't get behind that, really. And he can't. allowed all this to happen. So what we're going to do now is we will just take a break uh, and we will finish the rest of our discussion about the art in next week's episode. All right. Because there, there's a shitload of stuff to talk about, isn't there? Literally. Literally. literally like, there's an arc, there's an arc load like of stuff. An arc load of stuff. Yeah. Animals yeah. shitting and pissing Be, because it, every you know what? goddamn day. Because it really happened. We, it, really, we will, it really happened. It's... And I did a video about the shit removal process. We will talk about that in detail <laughs> next week. Before we go, I wanted to give a brief thank you to everybody that's supported us financially, either through a scienceenthusiast.com slash store or by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash TSA podcast. Because of your financial help, I was actually able to fund my trip to the ARC encounter, to the Creation Museum, so that I could document all this, talk about it, and share that this information with you guys. So I am incredibly appreciative that I'm even able to have the opportunity to do that, but also appreciative that I'm able to share that information with you and share my experience and, and my thoughts with you. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. If you enjoyed listening to the show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, you can follow Natalie on Facebook as Science Moms and or Skeptical Parenting. You can also follow myself, Dan, as a science enthusiast. Uh, and also check out our full archive at scienceenthusiast.com slash category slash podcast. You can also follow Natalie on Twitter at at NCNewell or myself as at a sci enthusiast. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please consider checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TSE podcast to get access to premium content as well as our non-eternal gratitude. We understand that not everyone can afford to financially contribute to the show, and that's totally okay. But if you can, just like James, Michael T, Carlotta, Michael B, and Alice have done, we would be incredibly grateful. The music you heard in this podcast was written and performed by Adam Johnson and was used with his permission. You can contact Adam at adamjohnsondc at gmail.com.